Welcome to the History AI Podcast, where the past comes alive with facts, anecdotes, and a dash of humor. Here are your hosts, Chuck and Marco. Welcome back, history enthusiasts, to another episode of the History AI Podcast. I'm Chuck, and with me as always, is the ever-knowledgeable Marco. How's it going, Marco? It's going great, Chuck. Excited to dive into today's topic, which is a fascinating chapter from the American Civil War, the Battle of Cane Hill. The Battle of Cane Hill was part of a larger campaign in the Trans-Mississippi Theater. This was an area west of the Mississippi River, which saw a lot of action that doesn't always make it into the mainstream Civil War narratives. Picture this, the year is 1862, and the United States is in the throes of a brutal civil war. The conflict has divided families, friends, and states creating a backdrop of uncertainty and strife that touches every corner of the nation. That's right, Chuck. And amidst this national crisis, our focus shifts to a lesser-known yet pivotal theater of the war, the vast and rugged landscapes west of the Mississippi River, specifically, the rolling hills and dense forests of northwest Arkansas. In this remote corner of the country, far from the more famous battlefields of the east, Union and Confederate forces are maneuvering for control. The outcome here is crucial, as it could determine the fate of the Trans-Mississippi West and impact the broader strategic goals of both sides. And it's in this setting that the Battle of Cane Hill unfolds. A confrontation not just between two armies, but also between differing ideologies and the hope of either preserving the Union or establishing a separate confederacy. This battle, while not as well known as Gettysburg or Shiloh, serves as a microcosm of the larger conflict engulfing the country. The soldiers, many of whom are far from home, are about to engage in a struggle that will test their courage, resolve, and sacrifice. So, as we delve into the story of the Battle of Cane Hill, let's remember the backdrop against which it occurred, a nation divided, a landscape marked by the scars of war, and a people longing for resolution and peace. As autumn leaves began to fall in 1862, the strategic chessboard of the Civil War saw a crucial game unfolding in northwest Arkansas. The Union, under the leadership of Brigadier General James G. Blunt, had set its sights on a bold objective, to penetrate deep into Confederate territory, disrupting supply lines and command structures, thereby paving the way for a significant push towards Fort Smith and Little Rock. Blunt, known for his aggressive tactics and strategic acumen, commanded a force characterized by its diversity and mobility. His troops were a mix of cavalry, infantry, and artillery units, ready to march through the challenging terrain of the Ozarks. This army wasn't just fighting for territory, it was fighting to uphold the Union and its principles. On the other side of the battlefield stood Brigadier General John S. Marmaduke and his Confederate forces. Marmaduke, a seasoned officer with a deep understanding of the local terrain and the support of the local populace, was tasked with a daunting mission, to halt Blunt's advance and protect the Confederate stronghold in northwest Arkansas. Marmaduke's forces were well acquainted with the rugged landscape, which offered natural defenses and opportunities for ambush. However, they faced challenges in numbers and supplies, making the task of stopping Blunt's well-equipped army a formidable one. The strategic significance of northwest Arkansas cannot be overstated. It was a gateway to the rest of the Trans-Mississippi region, rich in resources and symbolic of Confederate resistance. Both sides knew that control over this area could significantly impact the wider war efforts, making the impending battle a critical confrontation in the broader conflict. As November drew to a close, the stage was set for a confrontation that would not only test the mettle of the soldiers involved, 
but also have far-reaching implications for the campaign in the West. The Battle of Cane Hill was about to begin, and with it, a crucial chapter in the story of the American Civil War. As dawn broke on November 28, 1862, the quiet of the Arkansas countryside was shattered. The Union forces, led by General James G. Blunt, began their advance towards Confederate positions around Cane Hill. Blunt's strategy was bold and straightforward, engage and destroy Marmaduke's forces before they could consolidate or retreat. Blunt initiated the engagement with a series of probing attacks, testing the Confederate defenses. His forces were spread out over a wide front, a tactic designed to confuse and stretch thin the Confederate lines. The Union cavalry, agile and swift, spearheaded the assault, clashing with Confederate skirmishers in the wooded areas and rolling hills. Meanwhile, Marmaduke and his Confederates were not idle. Understanding the terrain's advantage, they had taken up strong defensive positions on the heights around Cane Hill. Marmaduke's plan hinged on using the natural landscape to his benefit, creating choke points and ambush sites to slow down and inflict heavy casualties on the advancing Union troops. The battle quickly escalated into a series of intense skirmishes. Union artillery, positioned on the flanks, began bombarding Confederate positions, attempting to dislodge them from their fortified spots. In response, Confederate gunners, though outnumbered, returned fire, aiming to disrupt the Union advance and protect their infantry. As the day wore on, the Union's numerical superiority began to tell. Blunt, recognizing the stubbornness of Confederate resistance, ordered a full-scale assault. Infantry units, supported by rolling artillery fire, advanced in a coordinated push towards the key positions held by Marmaduke's forces. It was during these critical moments that the battle's outcome hung in the balance. Confederate troops fought fiercely, repelling several Union assaults. However, the relentless pressure from Blunt's forces gradually eroded their ability to hold their ground. Marmaduke, realizing the potential for encirclement and the risk of being cut off from retreat ruts made the difficult decision to withdraw. The retreat was conducted in good order, with Confederate rearguards skillfully covering the movement. This allowed Marmaduke's forces to avoid encirclement and preserve their fighting strength for future engagements. Nonetheless, the Union's objective of pushing the Confederates out of Cane Hill was achieved. The Battle of Cane Hill, while not the largest engagement of the Civil War, showcased the importance of mobility, the effective use of terrain, and the critical role of artillery in shaping the battlefield. It was a tactical victory for the Union setting the stage for further operations in the region and demonstrating the complexities of warfare in the Trans-Mississippi Theater. This battle, a series of maneuvers and skirmishes across the rugged landscape, underscored the challenges both armies faced. It was a testament to the determination and resilience of the soldiers involved, fighting far from the more famous fields of the East but no less crucial to the war's outcome. Amid the smoke and turmoil of the Battle of Cane Hill, several stories of individual bravery and sacrifice emerged, painting a vivid picture of heroism on both sides of the conflict. One such tale is that of Private Samuel Davis of the Union Army. Despite receiving a severe wound early in the battle, Davis refused evacuation. Bleeding and in pain, he continued to relay crucial messages between different units under heavy fire, ensuring vital lines of communication remained open. Davis's actions exemplified the courage and determination of the soldiers engaged in the battle. His refusal to leave his post, even when offered medical attention, inspired his comrades and highlighted the personal cost of the conflict. On the Confederate side, 
there's the story of Sergeant Elijah A. Cox, a sharpshooter known for his exceptional skill. Cox found himself isolated during a Union advance but managed to hold his position in a small copse of trees, providing covering fire that allowed many of his comrades to retreat safely. Cox's defiance in the face of overwhelming odds not only showcased his marksmanship but also his commitment to his fellow soldiers. Stories recount how he managed to disable several Union cannons with well-placed shots, disrupting their artillery support and buying precious time for Confederate forces to regroup. And let's not forget the Chameleon, a nickname given to a young Confederate scout, Thomas J. Key. His ability to blend into the natural surroundings and gather intelligence without being detected was nothing short of remarkable. Key's reports were crucial in preparing Confederate defenses and anticipating Union movements, playing a pivotal role in the tactical decisions made during the battle. These stories, among many others, serve as a testament to the bravery and resilience of those who fought at Cane Hill. They remind us that behind the strategies and maneuvers, the battle was fought by individuals, each with their own story of courage, sacrifice, and dedication to their cause. Indeed Chuck. The heroism displayed at Cane Hill is a powerful reminder of the human element in warfare. These acts of valor often under dire circumstances, highlight the complexities of courage and the indomitable spirit of those who fought in the American Civil War. While the Battle of Cane Hill may not have been among the bloodiest of the Civil War, the casualties and consequences it wrought on both sides were significant, echoing the broader tragedy of the conflict. Indeed Chuck. The Union forces, despite their tactical victory, suffered losses that were felt deeply within their ranks. Official records indicate that the Union sustained over 30 casualties, including killed, wounded, and missing. Each loss represented a family back home waiting for news, a reminder of the personal cost of war. On the Confederate side, the toll was similarly grim. Approximately 40 soldiers were reported as casualties, a significant number given the size of the forces engaged. These losses not only diminished the Confederate fighting capability in the region but also had a profound impact on the morale of the troops and the communities from which they came. Beyond the immediate human cost, the aftermath of the battle had strategic implications. The Union success at Cane Hill paved the way for further advances into Confederate-held territories in Arkansas. It demonstrated the Union's ability to project power deep into enemy territory, and underscored the vulnerability of Confederate supply lines. The psychological impact on the Confederate forces was notable as well. The retreat, though conducted in good order, was a blow to Confederate hopes of maintaining a strong defensive posture in the region. It forced Confederate commanders to reconsider their strategies and redeploy their forces to counter the growing Union threat. The battle also had a significant impact on the local civilian population. The movement of troops and the chaos of battle disrupted lives, displaced families, and led to shortages of food and resources. The scars left on the landscape and the community would take years to heal. Furthermore, the Battle of Cane Hill contributed to the broader narrative of the Civil War, highlighting the importance of the Trans-Mississippi Theater. It served as a precursor to larger engagements in the area, setting the stage for battles that would further define the course of the conflict. The casualties and consequences of Cane Hill remind us of the high stakes and human costs of the Civil War. Each soldier's story, each family's loss, contributed to the tapestry of American history shaping the nation's future in ways that were felt long after the guns fell silent. The legacy of Cane Hill, then, is not just one of strategic shifts in military tactics but also of the enduring human spirit, resilience in the face of adversity, 
and the profound impact of war on individuals and communities alike. The Battle of Cane Hill, while a tactical engagement on the surface, held significant strategic implications for the Civil War, particularly in the Trans-Mississippi Theater. Its outcomes influenced military strategies, troop movements, and the morale of forces on both sides. Right Chuck. The Union victory at Cane Hill was more than a mere battlefield success. It demonstrated the effectiveness of Union strategies aimed at penetrating deep into Confederate-held territories. By disrupting supply lines and threatening key strategic locations, the Union forces under General Blunt effectively challenged the Confederate grip on the region. This victory also underscored the importance of mobility and the ability to conduct swift, decisive operations. Blunt's use of cavalry to initiate the engagement and his aggressive push against the Confederate forces served as a model for subsequent operations in the theater. It highlighted the Union's adaptability and willingness to exploit weaknesses in the Confederate defenses. For the Confederacy, the battle was a wake-up call. The loss at Cane Hill forced Confederate commanders to reassess their defensive strategies in the region. It became apparent that holding territory would require more than just strategic positioning. It would necessitate a flexible response to the Union's mobile warfare tactics. Furthermore, the battle had a ripple effect on the broader strategic planning of the Confederacy. Recognizing the vulnerability of their western territories, Confederate leadership had to divert resources and troops that could have been used elsewhere, stretching their already limited resources thin and impacting their ability to conduct operations in other critical areas of the war. On the Union side, the victory bolstered morale and confidence. It provided a tangible demonstration of the Union's growing strength in the Trans-Mississippi Theater, and served as a precursor to further advances into Arkansas. The success at Cane Hill laid the groundwork for the Union's strategic vision of dividing and conquering the Confederacy, aiming to isolate and neutralize key regions one by one. The battle also had implications for civilian and military leadership perceptions. Union successes in these less highlighted theaters of war reaffirmed the strategic importance of controlling the Trans-Mississippi region, influencing political and military support for operations west of the Mississippi River. Ultimately, the strategic impact of the Battle of Cane Hill extended far beyond its immediate aftermath. It shaped the conduct of the war in the Trans-Mississippi, influencing subsequent campaigns and battles. It was a key moment in the Union's efforts to secure the West, disrupt Confederate infrastructure, and pave the way for a comprehensive victory. Indeed, Marco. The Battle of Cane Hill, though a small piece in the vast puzzle of the Civil War, played a crucial role in the strategic dynamics of the conflict. It's a testament to the interconnectedness of military engagements, no matter their size, and their collective impact on the course of history. As we reach the conclusion of today's episode on the Battle of Cane Hill, it's important to reflect on the legacy this engagement has left behind. Though it may not be as well known as other battles of the Civil War, its strategic impact and the stories of bravery and sacrifice continue to resonate. Absolutely, Chuck. The Battle of Cane Hill is a poignant reminder of the complexities of war, the human spirit's resilience, and the profound consequences of conflict on individuals, communities, and the nation. It's a chapter of history that, while specific in its details, speaks to universal themes of courage, loss, and the quest for freedom and unity. And with that, we'd like to thank you our listeners, for joining us on this journey through history. The stories we explore, like the Battle of Cane Hill, are part of a larger tapestry that shapes our understanding of the past and its impact on the present and future. We encourage you to dive deeper into our catalogue of episodes.
Each one is evergreen, offering insights and stories that remain relevant, engaging, and educational no matter when you listen. From pivotal battles to transformative figures and moments, there's a wealth of history to explore. And as we continue to add to this catalog, we invite you to join us in uncovering the lessons, legacies, and stories that history has to offer. Your support, through listening, rating, and subscribing, helps us reach more history enthusiasts and grow our community. Don't forget to share your favorite episodes with friends and family, and let us know what topics you'd like us to cover next through our social media channels. We're always looking for new stories to tell and new pieces of history to uncover. And for those who can't get enough of the History AI podcast, we've got merchandise available. Check the link in the show notes for exclusive gear that celebrates our love of history. And as a thank you to our listeners, we're offering a 10% discount on your first purchase. Just use the code the History AI Podcast, all one word, at checkout. So until next time, keep the past alive by continuing to explore and reflect on history. Thank you for listening, and remember, a five-star review helps us reach new audiences and keep bringing you more episodes. That's a wrap for us today. We look forward to having you back for the next episode of the History AI Podcast. Until then, take care and keep making history. Looking for the perfect way to show appreciation for the incredible mom in your life? Discover Exhausted Moms, a coloring journey to relaxation and humor, the coloring book that speaks directly to the heart of motherhood. Gift her an escape into pages of laughter, empowerment, and moments of tranquility. With Exhausted Moms, she'll find a blend of whimsical illustrations and inspiring quotes that celebrate her daily triumphs and challenges. Crafted with love from images I created for the mother of my children, each page offers a space for creativity and relaxation, a reminder that she's doing an amazing job, even on the toughest days. Give the gift of laughter, peace, and recognition. Exhausted Moms isn't just a coloring book, it's a hug, a nod of understanding, and a token of appreciation for everything she does. Surprise her with Exhausted Moms today and watch her face light up with joy. Because every mom deserves a moment to herself, wrapped in the colors of love and support.